I'm back. <laughs> Started off with a bang. Is that supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes, it's Arnold. <laughs> oh, uh, we are back. Another episode. I'm off from my three-day illness, whatever it was. Chris did a great job last week. I listened to it. It was great. So hats off to you. My, my rant about Philly. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I, I'm telling people... If you're not, if you're, if you're looking to get into hockey and pick a team that's going to go to the cup and Brian got into it with somebody about my, my perspective on it, you know, (laughs) Philly's going to the cup. I don't care what you say, how you say it, where you're from. I don't care. Go kick rocks. Cause if you're not going to, if you're not going to vote for Philly, the flyers, you know, being in the cup this year for the Eastern conference, you're going to be wrong. All right. I, we, I think we have six other episodes of you saying Philly and that people should go kick That's rocks. That's the only Philly if team I'll actually praise. Philly. That's the only Philly team I'll actually praise. Really? Oh, do you want to praise the Eagles? What about the 76ers? I, I, I mean, they're playing good basketball, but I'm not going to like. There you go. You know. But I'm just like, okay, let's. Are we jurisdicting what the word praise means? I mean, real definition, you are mm. correct. You're correct. Real definition, you know, it's uplifting, you know, praise and everything like that. But I'm saying, like, to be all in on a team, probably only the Flyers right now is the only time I will do it for any Philly team. Okay. This is a strong introduction right now. It is. Like, where do you want to start now? Do you want to start with NFL? There's not a lot to talk about. We can Um, talk about NBA, like, transitioning to Philly about the Sixers. Like, they're on the top of the East right now. Um, so I mean, it, talk it's, about whatever you I'm going to let you run the show because you weren't here last week. So I'm going to let you get, uh, you know, talkie talkie, you know, like that. So you can <laughs> get your vocals warmed up a little bit, okay. get them warmed up. Well, okay. We could start with like what happened. I think it was Monday. JJ Watt announced himself. He was signing with the Cardinals to a two-year deal. Yes. And I, you know, being a Seahawks fan, I know, I mean, the Cardinals were dangerous last year. They didn't make playoffs, but they were still very they dangerous. good. Yeah. No, they were definitely good. And now that they have J.J. Watt, so they have two big defensive ends, like literally probably one of the most two dynamic defensive ends in the NFL right now. But now that it's in the NFC West, I can't say that J.J. Watt signing will be like, oh, the Cardinals are definitely making the playoffs now. I think – LA is still the stronger team in that in that I division. Agree. I think I think the Rams are number one in the NFC West, and then I would actually probably take the Cardinals, and then the Seahawks, and then the Niners. Yeah, because I think I think there's just too much turmoil in Seattle right now, and if they don't fix it and squash it, then that that chemistry's gone. And then with Arizona signing JJ Watt like that, I. They're on the come up. That's what it is. They're on the come up. Yeah, they're on the come up, but I still think they sit third in that division. You think Seahawks are above them? I think so. I I think even with the drama with Russ this offseason and then just everything else going on with Seattle, I personally think they are still – it's a two – It's I don't want to say a two-team race. Like, the Cardinals are good. Like, they just got to get over that hump to get to the playoffs, and I think – Kyler Murray or three might do it, but 
Seattle's still really good, no matter what's going on. I and agree. LA I agree. got better this offseason. LA is so. so what we saw with the LA and Seahawks playoff game, that showed who's top doc. That literally showed, and now that they have Matthew Stafford instead of Jared Goff, they're gonna be fine. Like I think yeah. I honestly LA did so much better, but now Seattle's a little turmoil. We got to see what they do in free agency. If they do something really good to that offensive line, or at least just do something to the defense, maybe they're still the number two, but I wouldn't put them at number one. You wouldn't put Seattle at number one. No, but Arizona. Oh yeah. They're still number two. Yeah. Arizona could flip flop for me right now. They look like a number two team, but that could flip flop between two or three. I think San Francisco is kind of, you know, even though they just not even long ago went to the Super Bowl, it's just, Two years ago, it's, kind of. I just don't. Last year, shoot, I mean, that was last stay, year. <laughs> if they stay healthy, they're like the Cardinals last year. They're a scary team. Yeah. If they stay healthy, that's the thing. So. Yeah, but they've been since the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. They've just been injury after injury. So hopefully I they mean, can pull it around and then have a very competitive NFC West. But you saw the impact when George Kittle came back. Yeah, I mean he. I mean he. It was as if he was never on the injured list. He came out and just did his thing. So yeah, um, maybe you know Nick Bosa does the same thing coming into next year, and Jimmy Garoppolo stays healthy too. Who knows? I mean Jimmy Garoppolo might not even be there. We don't know. Yeah, that is like a revolving door at QB for them, and supposedly he might be going back to New England. I mean, (laughs) they need someone. I could see like. Here's my thing. I could see like Cam Newton going over to. San Francisco. True. But here's my thing is like speaking of the NFL, right? And now that the the draft is coming up soon and like everybody's doing their mock drafts, the the big headline is quarterbacks. It's a great class of quarterbacks this year, right? We all know Trevor Lawrence is going to Jacksonville. Okay. That's a that's a done deal. Like they don't even talk about Trevor Lawrence going somewhere else. It's Jacksonville. It's literally Jacksonville, yeah. yeah. But everybody else has kind of shifted around everywhere. You got like Justin Fields and you got um was it Zach Wilson at BYU? You got all these like really, you know, good quarterbacks. But here's my thing is Carolina's talking about taking a first round, their first round draft pick as a quarterback. And so in my head, I'm like, okay, you just signed Teddy Bridgewater long-term last year. I get it. He got hurt. But what if, what if Teddy Bridgewater got traded to new England? And, and like, you know, you can have Carolina take majority of the the hit on the salary. Yeah, I could see that. And then then, then drafting a QB and having him start. Yeah. But I think if but you give... What's weird, what's weird with, like, Carolina, though, is if they do that, like, I feel as though they signing Bridgewater made it seem like they were a very competitive team going into the season. Well, McCaffrey... And they still out. might be... Oh, yeah, with, without without him, they're nothing, but... Yeah. Um, him coming back next year and then having Bridgewater, I think that's a solid team. I I think they are. Um, I know their defense is it can definitely be legit. I don't think they need to really draft too much defense in the draft. I think you need to get Teddy Bridgewater weapons or at least, you know, a tight end. I mean, Greg Olson's not there. Um yeah. a lot of the a lot of the teammates that were there with Cam are not there anymore. So the defense looks okay. It doesn't look terrible. And the, the division that they're in, it, it is tough, but it's not the worst thing in the world to like, you know, get up there. So. 
yeah, what they're in the NFC South, so yeah. it's not too bad. I think you know you have you have Tampa Bay there. Um, you don't know what the Saints are going to bring now. Like yeah. you don't know if Breeze is there or if he's not. But what like, I'm saying is, if, if they get wins in that division, they're going to make yeah. playoffs. They're going to. Oh make yeah, playoffs. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so then they'll get wins against the other teams out of division. So yeah, I like, mean they can make it with you know ten wins. That's cutting it close to me. I think in the NFC, I think the NFC right now is top dog over AFC in strength wise. And I think in order to make the playoffs next year, I mean, we don't know what free agency is going to hold and what, what players go where, Yeah. but I think you have to get a minimum of 11 wins, a minimum. Okay. Because you know, all I mean, those, that wasn't far off. I said 10. No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying like you're absolutely <laughs> wrong. No, but I'm, what I'm know, saying is, is like, if you look at it right, the division winners always get top seed, right? Majority of those besides the NFC, what, East is where the Philly and Washington and all of them are? Yeah. You have to get, besides that division, you have to get at least 12 wins probably to win the division. And then you're thinking, okay, now you only can – and then one of the one of the crappiest teams in the NFC East will take one of those top spots with six wins – and then next, you know, yeah. okay, all, all we got left is what? Three more spots? That's it. Yeah. Two more spots. I think it's two more spots. Yeah. That's a good transition, though, talking about Washington, because they released Alex Smith, comeback player of the year. I. Do you want to talk about first? You, you go ahead. You go ahead. I, I don't think it's a bad or good call. My take on it is, yes, he played phenomenal last year, but also Washington has to look to the future. So, you know, I think Washington is still okay without Alex Smith. They won't probably be as good. But, I mean, we'll see what their draft class is like or if they sign somebody, who knows. But my thing is, is, is Alex Smith did his time there, you know, even though it wasn't the greatest like time there because we all know he almost died. So, um, but what he did last year was, was great for him. So um, maybe that helps him push a a good, you know, little salary somewhere else. Yeah. As a backup. I I think, I think he knew he wasn't in the future plans, especially after, you know, a gruesome injury, like what he went through. And, you know, I think they let him get that, he played well enough to get the comeback player of the year. And I think they were like, let him have his parade. Let him like do well, got, got him to the playoffs. And then we're like, all right, like this wasn't going to work anyways. Like we barely scraped into the playoffs type of thing. We were yeah. just in a really weak division. So they were like, yeah, like after this, like no matter how far we go or whatever, you're done after this. And I think it was probably like, all right, like type of thing. Like, I think he was just more thankful to be back on the field than anything. I totally agree. I think um, just him being on the field, like you said, I think that's just, like, you know, what he wanted. And I get it now. He doesn't have a job right now. I'm pre- I'm I'm not even going to probably say. I'm going to say 100% guarantee he does get a job somewhere. I don't yeah. know if it'll be starting or backup. Um, you can clearly see he still can play at his age. Um like I always said, Alex Smith is probably the safest quarterback you can get because he never throws far. Yeah. Never. Never throws far. He makes smart decisions. He's like the safest quarterback you can get. 
But if you do need like a clutch moment or anything like that, or like an all risk thing, you probably won't get that out of them. Yeah, I agree. So, so hopefully he finds a job somewhere else. Yeah. Like I've always liked watching him play. And I think the last five plus years or so, he's been dealt a bad hand a lot, yeah. you know, with how certain teams are going. Like I know yeah. with San Francisco, it was Kaepernick, Kaepernick. And then with Kansas City, it was Mahomes. So yeah, kind of feel for him. But you know you just don't know but i mean hopefully with alex smith he he does find something i mean he's he he didn't go through all those surgeries and then come back on the field and then not get a job later on so yeah he'll get a job um so we can go to basketball let's go to basketball go to the NBA. all-star games right now right now if you're listening or wherever you are at uh during the week but all-stars all-star games going right now it's uh durant versus lebron and let's see what the Durant's score is right playing. now it's <laughs> I know. It's uh, at halftime, it's 180 Team LeBron. Oh, the West is – well, the West is harder. I mean, a better conference yeah. than the East. So It's it's pretty – let's see who's got – But the scores. thing the thing is, though, is now it's like – it's so weird because they do a draft, so it doesn't matter what conference you're on. Yeah, what conference you're in because, like, yeah. you, got, you got Giannis is playing on Team LeBron. Is uh... – so. Uh, what did Zion do today? He's I know with, he started. Uh, he started over. Um, what's his name? He took his spot. I can't even think. I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank as well. Yeah. But he started. He's got about almost ten minutes into the game, and he has eight points. Oh, he started for Joel Embiid. Oh yeah, because yeah. he was out because of a. Uh, so is Ben. Con- yeah, Ben Simmons was out too. Yeah, so it's a big hit for Philly. Hopefully, they come out of the All Star game nah, break. Um, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, um, they're sitting on top of the East right now, and right behind them is Brooklyn, who just Got signed Blake, Blake Griffin. Griffin. So I know the last like few podcasts we talked about the Nets and how they need to really get that defense going because you can't score 138 and give up 132. Yep. So. They bolster their defense a little bit, and they get Blake Griffin. So hopefully that man, it might push him over the edge a little bit. So we'll I see mean, how it goes. Here's my thing: is like, how much are they paying? I want to know the Brooklyn Nets payroll. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know. know. Like, I want to know like how much of like hit the contract like um, the the Pistons are paying. Well, no, the Pistons for they this. did a buyout. They did a buyout. Oh, they did a buyout. They did okay. a buyout, and then Blake was shopping teams, and then Brooklyn, he chose. So whatever contract Brooklyn's paying him, they're paying him in full. Oh. So Dang. I wonder what the, he's getting with that. I, I, I think because, you know, Blake was sitting out the whole season upon requesting a trade. You know, he was just sitting out the whole time. So I don't know how much they bought out his contract in Detroit for, but, I, I mean, him going to Brooklyn is he, – He played this year. He didn't play this year. He was. I think he out. sat out last year. I thought he sat out last year, and then maybe, maybe our facts are wrong. Let's let leave it to the fans. Let them put some comments in there. But um, I think Blake Griffin is a great addition to that Brooklyn Nets team that needs to find some defense there. I mean, he, he he's one defensive player of the year before when he was in LA. Yeah, he's so, good. No, like, he, I think I think he's really healthy. Good. 
he is getting older and everything like that, but I think just his presence there in that locker room, I think it'll be good. So yeah, I miss I miss old Blake Griffin. Like I want that back. You want the old Blake Griffin back? Yeah, I want like early Clippers. Oh, so like not Chris Paul there? Well, not Chris Paul there. You, I, you want the, I was about to say, like, Chris Paul and him were, like, the best duo in the game for at least, like, two seasons. Yeah. Yeah, but they were. Shoot. They really were. And so, what else we got for basketball? What else? He he played he played 20 games this year so far. Okay. But didn't do much. Um, I don't have much for basketball. I know the Lakers had that skin for a little bit, but they got out of it, and I think – you know, coming out of the all-star break, they'll probably be revamped a little bit, get Anthony Davis back and go back to the form that we're used to seeing from them. I'm sorry to say it though. I think Utah is don't say it. Utah. Mm. The way they play with or without Anthony Davis for you guys, I think Utah can beat you guys easily. The way that they're playing Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell are insane and they have depth there too like you guys have depth but they also have depth utah picked the right time to get hot yeah and they got clarkson there former laker and he's coming off the bench and scoring so Mm -hmm. i'm telling you utah like might take down the mighty giant of the lakers i i wouldn't be surprised by it even if you had anthony davis in there i don't know like I get it. LeBron goes to a whole nother level when it comes to like playoffs and stuff like that and clutch moments. But man, if you can't, I, I can see Utah running away with that series. Like if they, if you guys play for the Western conference finals, I, I think they go up like three games to one, like right off the bat. And then the Lakers come back because they got the experience. Rajon ain't there. Rajon <laughs> was on a whole nother level for you guys last year on, on the playoffs. Yeah. We'll see. We still have a long, long season to go uh, until. But I'm telling Utah, if we want to sell another team here, we're talking Utah. <laughs> okay. We're talking NBA. If you're looking to pick a team right now to win the whole thing, we're picking Utah. Talk Utah about and the- Philly 2021. Jeez. Utah and Philly 2021. No. I don't think I don't think Utah can go to the finals and win it. What'd you just say? I don't think the Jazz can make it to the finals and win it. I can't hear you while I'm listening to some jazz music in the background. <laughs> you like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Chris, do you like jazz? <laughs> I do. I do like jazz. <laughs> I do like jazz. Um, all right. Well, let's swap over to a different sport. What you got? Um, we can go baseball. Spring training started this week, and I want to point out something, and I know I'm going to be a little locally biased, but Shohei took a a ball 468 feet dead center over the batter's eye and then was a little rocky with control, but ended up striking out five, hitting 97 um, in two innings of work on the mound. So I think if we see Shohei stay healthy this season for the Angels. He plays a pivotal piece in them making the playoffs for sure. 
do you want me to say you got? about that? <laughs> you know, Ugh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the same thing every time we talk about my Sh- mood. Every time we talk about Shohei, you know, I'm gonna bring up the same subject. I always say, Yep, you he know needs what to is. pick one or the other. Exactly. If he wants to play throughout the season, he has to pick one or the other. And I'm sorry, but if he picks hitting as a batter, and he, he can play the field too, he would be so better off than putting himself for injury pitching. It's, I'm sorry. If you but he's let, so good But pitching. here's my thing. Okay, if he can't pick one or the other, you don't let him start. You don't let him start pitching. Like, I'm talking I, about bullpen. I'd have him close. I That's fine. As long as you're limiting his pitches, the amount he's being used, you can't let the guy start. Because, first of all, if you let the guy start, right, let's say he throws 95 pitches, okay? Yeah. Throws 95 pitches. How long will it take to see him either in the rotation again or on the field? I think rotation be six days, six days. Then how many times will he be on the field in those six days? Four. There's you're wasting his money. I don't know. I you're wasting the money you paid him, which it wasn't. But a he's lot. not on the field though. He's just hitting still though. Still. That's my thing. You got to pick one or the other. And if you do a bullpen, you have a better shot of using him more often. Yeah, I think if they cl- if they have him close, like he can do both. Like Let, you know, he say, goes eight innings and yeah. in the lineup, and then they're like, "Oh, it's a safe situation. Like, go warm up." All right, so let let, let me throw a scenario out for you, okay? If okay. Shohei pitches seven innings, usually seven innings nowadays averages between eighty five to one hundred pitches. Correct? Sometimes four. <laughs> Some yeah. So. Well, let's say he's pitching seven innings, okay? And he pitched between 85 and 100 pitches, okay? Wouldn't you rather have him throw multiple games in a bullpen where it would take him six appearances or maybe four appearances just to get to that pitch count? And you're using him more? And it's less stress on his body? Like, I, 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 if I'm the Angels right now, and if I'm Joe Madden, if I am Joe Madden, I got to have a sit down with this man. I know how much he loves to pitch. He loves it. And I have to get, but as, as a team and everything, I have to be like this. You got to pick one. And that's what we're going with for the whole season. Unless you can come to the agreement that you can work for the bullpen and not start. We can try. I I would throw that option out there if I were in those shoes but from what my understanding is like reading articles and like seeing tweets and stuff from these insider guys with the angels it's him and Madden did sit down and they're more so having Shohei dictate his comfort level and from the early things about camp like the early sayings is like he seems a lot more comfortable and like more relaxed knowing he's like not on this short leash of like doing what he can do. Okay. So they might experiment with just him calling the shots and seeing how he feels. Cause he's the only person that can dictate how he feels is him. No, I, I agree a hundred percent, but you're, you're rolling the dice on that. Like that's yeah, scary. It's, it's always a gamble. That's the thing. It's, it is always a gamble, but here's my thing. If he does get hurt, 
and it's the same injury again. If it's his, the, if it's again, then then it's like his, you're gonna his, hit. It well, it's either you're gonna hit or his career is done. Yeah, because it's already scar tissue. Like I, I don't yeah. know what else to tell you. It's scar tissue is is bulkier and everything like that. Sometimes even stronger. But if you can tear through that, then you got a serious problem there health wise. Yeah. So like this season will mark two years since his Tommy John. So I, I, I he pitched just, a little bit last year. He pitched like two games and it was not good. We'll just see how he so. goes. Like you said, I think like they're going to let him call the shots, but I mean, it's just, there's always risk whenever you do that. So there's always risk, but we'll see how far it goes. But I just wanted to bring that up. Like he's looking good. And I think if he can get a grasp on the two way situation, I think he's the difference maker in whether or not the angels make the playoffs this season. I think Joe Adele needs to go down. He will. I, that's why they got Fowler. He hasn't even had a good spring. He's He had a homer yesterday, but game one, his defense was – like, he fell. Yeah. Like, the, the, the meme going around is not Joe Adele. It's Joe Fell. So, <laughs> but that's I why like, they got I like Fowler. Joe Adele. Like, but here's the thing. I like Joe Adele, but it's just like you got to give that man some time. And then yeah. – they're not patient with them. So then he's feeling a little stressed out, you know? So honestly, like we always say, bring up Brandon Marsh before Joe Adele. Yeah. I think Brandon Marsh is more ready than he is. Neither have had triple A at bats. So, and that's where you can see sometimes, you know, I know double A is the more competitive uh, minor leagues of baseball. I get that. But sometimes playing in triple A, you see professional pitchers coming down you know, getting some work in. So you're going to see a taste of MLB, basically. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. But Jackie Bradley signed with the Mets for two no, years, 24. Uh, Brewers. Oh, Brewers. Sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. He signed oh, with the Brewers. Mets fans. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> another another uh, another one a, gone. A Mets. Yeah. Where Here's they're committing thing, though, to the Mets. And they I don't. feel so bad for Milwaukee fans because I'm going to tell you this. You guys have probably the worst depth all in baseball. Like if we're looking yes. at if we're looking at prospects or anything, you have nothing. And people are saying like you know Mike Trout stuck. Look at Yelich. Yelich is really stuck. He was but, stuck in Miami and he's stuck in Milwaukee now. True. You know it's Milwaukee. Like they have a good roster. Uh, they have a good. They have good players. But it's just it's to me it's not the right players, it's not. Yeah. It's okay. You got Christian Yelich, elite elite ball player. Okay, so you have elite, and then we're like, oh, Jackie Bradley. Good, good. Okay. Yeah. Then you, then you're looking at other things like shortstop is still. Uh, oh my God, Arcia, right? Yeah, Orlando Arcia. They put so much hype around him, but what does he do? Plays. Okay. Meh. Yeah. yeah They're all okay. a bunch of meh players and Christian yeah. Yelich. So and then Josh like, Hader. Yeah. And here's my thing. And I told, I've even talked to you about this. Why they gave up Travis Shaw and then he's crushing in Toronto? No idea. But then he didn't. And then now he, I think he resigned with Milwaukee. I think Did he come back? back? Milwaukee. I mean, he put yeah. on a show in Toronto, though. Like he had, like, I think in one month he hit like eight homers in one month. I think so. But enough about baseball. I want to get to the I want to get to the topic that you you wanted to talk about. 
I think this is going to be really fun. Yeah, it, it centers around baseball. So I got into a little debate online with someone um, about like top sports cities mm-hmm. in not just America, but in general in the world. Like I know, Chris, you want to bring up Canada, Canada. Um, like Toronto, but it could be any country, though. He he's a he's a diehard and I, I'll give him props. He's a diehard like he will not admit he's wrong until he's blue in the face. He will die and say L.A. is the best sports city. No, <laughs> no. And I just and then being from out here, like I'm I'm 20 minutes from downtown. I'm 20 minutes from Orange County in Anaheim. Yeah, I can tell you that no city in Southern California, I think in California in general, is a top sports city. Mm. I would say I would say the only one BLA and it wouldn't even be top five for me. All right. So uh, do you want to roll into this then? Yeah, I'll, I could start off with number one. Right. My argument was Midwest and East Coast. But you have to name a city, though, I think. All right. Uh, number one, like for me, based off of experience and how fans are. I mean, I've only been to the south side of it, but or not the south side, the north side, but. Chicago is a big sports. I, I have Chicago in my top five, but I don't have them at number one. I have Boston at number one. I have Boston at number one. They like if you're in anywhere in the New England area, that's all you eat, breathe, and sleep is Boston, yeah. Boston, Boston. So oh like ranking, yeah. I think I think I told him Boston and then Chicago's in there, but I would say Chicago's better than LA. So, so what's your number one then? Number one's Boston. Okay, so you're okay. We're going from one to five. Okay, okay. So, so I was oh, mainly saying like Chicago's just better than LA, but yeah, number one Boston. Yeah. Just not even off of recency bias, but just in general, mm-hmm. in my lifetime, I've seen that city win more than any other city. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we're we're a year apart. Like I'm 28, you're 27. Mm-hmm. And we can both agree, Boston has won the majority of everything. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's even when they're not winning, the fans are loyal. The fans are still there. Like the even though they'll still there. they'll be like, "Oh, you guys suck. You're garbage." Like mm-hmm. no matter what the outcome is, they're still like, "Oh no, I I bleed Boston." Yeah, bleed it, bleed it. This is our effing city. Yeah, big poppy. <laughs> um, yeah. So I agree with. Boss at number one. Number two, I'm not going to say Chicago yet, but my number two, I hate to say it. Oh my gosh. New York. New York. Uh, New York. You know, I don't care if you're a Mets fan, Yankees fan, Giants fan, Jets fan, no matter how bad they are, there are fans all the time there. Yeah. And it's not even like the city area, too. It's like, like upstate, out, all upstate that. Buffalo. You got the Bills Mafia up there. Yeah. They're crazy. So, well, I mean, we're saying a state here instead of a yeah. city. So I would say just the state of New York, because it's not huge, but, you know, there's a lot of people there. And I would say the state of New York is like a, a huge city. So, But yeah, but city wise, like New York City, like, oh, gosh, yeah, they, they, it's they, their team. They go nuts. For and sports. I agree. I agree. And I think next for me, like number three would be philly i i have 
Philly in my top five, but not at number three. I would put Chicago at three. Chicago, Chicago, okay. Chicago that it's like if it's not even if like you're in uh, Illinois, it's like even if you neighbor it, there's a lot of fans in the neighboring states. Yeah, it's hard for me to choose like between Philly and Chicago because I've never been to Philly, but like Chicago, like I've told you this, and I don't know if I've told this, said this on the pod or anything, but I saw one game in Chicago mm-hmm. and by far the greatest fan experience I've ever had in my life. At a Cubs game, not a White at a Sox. Cubs game. At a Cubs game. Yeah, at a Cubs game. I would love to go to a White Sox game. There's a lot of, yeah. honestly, in my perspective, from people from Chicago, there's more White Sox fans than Cubs fans. Then apparently the ones that are White Sox fans are filling up Wrigley because I never see people uh, filling uh, up the South I've side. asked <laughs> multiple people from Chicago, and they say there are more White Sox fans than Cubs fans. That's weird. So, I don't know, but... So you got Philly at three. I got Chicago at three. I've got Philly at four. What do you got at four? Mm, this is tough. And I, I'm kind of weird. I'm kind of like sticking to where I've been, mm-hmm. but I think, I think Pittsburgh, like Pittsburgh's good. Pittsburgh's really loyal. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, the pirates suck, but, but there's still people there. The Steelers fans and the Penguins. Penguins fans are yeah. nuts. Between Philly and Pittsburgh, they're almost identical to me. I mean, they are in the same state, of course, but it's just like they are. If you're from Philly, you're a Phillies fan. If you're from Pittsburgh, you're a Pittsburgh fan. There's no in between there. There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing there. So um, for five, my last pick, I'm going out of the country. I'm going to Toronto because those fans are loyal to their Raptors and Maple Leafs. Yeah. I agree. What do you got, at man? This is tough for me for five. Um, man, I just got to go off of just overall, like what loyalty, but just like what I've seen. Yep. But like, I've never been. But let like, the fans know, Brian. Let the fans know. <laughs> man, it's tough. Like I, I know we're saying cities, but like I think like Texas as a whole is okay. like like so Dallas, Houston, like mm-hmm. I can those see people it. are pretty diehard. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think that's pretty good. That's that's okay. We can roll with that. But that's our top five, folks. Yeah. And I, and I think like I got into, I don't know. It's just a heated discussion. And like I applaud the guy for being so like. Well, it's also everybody's entitled to their opinion. They're all, they're all every title. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But like, yeah. I just. When the facts are there of like, I don't know, being in Southern California, I can honestly say like a lot of people are Fairweather fans. Yeah. If they're doing they, good. They, they show yeah. up when they're doing good and they're not there when they're bad. Yeah. I can tell you I agree. working in Anaheim at the stadium in 2014, when they won like 98 games, went to the playoffs, like that stadium was sold out every night. Yeah. Since then, I know they have 3 million fans every year, but since then, they're averaging like twenty two thousand a night, and it's yeah. not the same. And yeah. I and honestly, like, what's the team that's been dominating LA in general is the Lakers, and I think that those was just are recently most, though. But like, I think in my lifetime too, the Lake. I mean, oh, the in, Lakers have top general, top priorities, and oh, yeah, I would put Lakers then Dodgers. Yeah, like, but like Lakers can 
literally go 0-82, lose every game of the season, and Staples will be packed and people would still love them. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, and I, I can't say that I can't I can't say the same for the Dodgers. If they yeah. go if they finish third, I I think that stadium's a little barren. No, I agree. I agree. I don't know. Um that's why you leave it to the fans and hopefully you guys drop a comment or something like that. Let us know what you think is your top five. I think that would be a cool um you know discussion between us and other people and everything like that. So yeah and give us some input and everything like that. But with that, I think we're wrapping up here. Um, another kind of quick night, not too, too crazy. Um, we're in mid season now, basically with majority of sports, but, um, but with that, Brian, it's great to have you back. I was so lonely on the the last (laughs) podcast. I felt like I I was talking to ghosts. So (laughs) it um, sucks not being on it, but Hey, you did a really good job. I appreciate it. Thank you. Maybe, I, I don't want to say it, but maybe I'll get sick. And then you get <laughs> honestly, I was telling Stephanie, I don't think I can hold. I don't think I can do what you did. By yeah, yourself. you can. You're fine. You're fine. I don't know. Maybe. You got to make you got to make it enjoyable for yourself. You know, I mean, I enjoy just talking to the fans and everything. But with you here, it's like an added bonus, you know. Yeah. So, but with that, folks, like we always say, be kind, be nice. You know, COVID numbers are going down. Doors are opening for baseball and other stadiums, so keep it up out there so we can put the fans back in stands. Brian, I'm throwing the ball to you. Close it out. Fans in stands, wear a mask. Like, subscribe, comment, listen, share. Just we want to feel the love. So Feel the love. Check us out on Throwing Partners on every platform. Exactly. And if you want us to name them out, it's Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And that's it. That's it. We also have an email. Yeah. What's that email? Throwingpartners at gmail.com. Send us an email and tell us what you think. We're an ASMR podcast. And if you're listening to this in the car, hopefully there's not a cop nearby thinking you're talking to somebody else. (laughs) <laughs> what if we did a whole whisper episode i'd be down put put it on instagram do a vote just more calming like who wants a more calm whisper and we're episode. gonna go ahead and raise our arms and just let all the negativity out <laughs> <laughs> just if you if you make a noise it's totally fine if you fart <sighs> if you fart it's totally okay you're just releasing okay. the gases releasing all the gases for the week all the anyways. toxins <laughs> the week brought on to you anyways thank you folks for tuning in we'll see you next time <laughs> have a good week <laughs>